It's time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kirk, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You're in the shop with the auto guys. I'm Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive here with Steve from the Panacea. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. A little foggy out by my place. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was foggy yesterday, too. We are in fall. We this are is, in fall. Regardless of how beautiful it is outside, it is fall. I always judge that by the big Leavenworth motorcycle ride we do every year. Yeah. <laughs> usually come back and it's fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you guys, when you went over there, did you go, were you able to go across, too? Uh, we did not. Um, we had to go around, and then coming home, we were able to go across, too. Okay. Yeah, All right. Pretty smoky. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, fires are still burning there. So, yeah. Um, so we brought some stuff today. We brought quite a bit of info, uh, talking about some new security fixes, or maybe not, on <laughs> a couple new cars. Um, we've got, uh, I want to talk about local auto shops and uh, some stuff about the theft. So if you were on the listening to the show before, you probably hear some more from us. Redundant. <laughs> and redundant. We're, we're, all, as always, taking your calls at 360-676-KGMI or 5464. <laughs> so kind of wanted to talk about some of the security fixes. So we had brought up in a past show talking about the Hyundai cars that were having a lot of trouble with, you know, their key system, allowing people to steal them. Yeah, apparently there's, well, I don't know if I should say this, but I guess yes. it's probably common knowledge, but there's like a YouTube video. Yeah. And, I mean, you can, it's like a standard USB cord. You can get into these things or something. And, uh, <clears throat> like, in, I think in the, I saw in St. Louis there was 1,200 thefts of Kias just last month, or Hyundais just last month. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, just if you were listening earlier, Bellingham, 416 cars. Is that, yeah, of yeah. Kias only? Or no, just, just 416 just, cars yeah, in general. I'm sure of a couple of them, I'm sure two of them were I Kias. I Maddie's friend. Had her car stolen, we heard oh, on the no. show earlier, yeah. And stripped. That. Of course, yeah. 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 Well, why are they doing that? Because there's no parts available You're for right. anything. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you take a car and strip it, right? So, um, looks like Hyundai's coming out with a immobilizer device. Yeah, and that's the, the problem is that these particular ones that they're stealing, most most modern cars have a chip key or right. a, or a, uh, a sensor in the ignition uh, ring. Mm-hmm. That that says this is the proper key for this car. Right. Um, most modern cars do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, these particular Hyundai's and Kias that are getting stolen do not have that. Right. Right. So they're they're implementing something that will also act as a glass break sensor, tilt sensor, impact sensor. Yeah. So if it's getting towed away, <laughs> <laughs> right, <You're scared. laughs> you might uh, you might hear about it. Um, and yeah, like you said, they have the immobilizers. Uh, we don't really know what this thing is going to cost yet. The yeah, article I was reading, maybe around two hundred dollars. Well, so what I'm what I saw here was that the, the price hasn't been announced yet, but it's expected to be around two hundred dollars for the parts. Yeah, and then uh, it'll be the responsibility of the owner to uh, purchase and pay for the installation, which they expect to take two to two and a half hours. 
and what they're saying, this one will not void any warranties, yet if you buy it on Amazon, Amazon or, or anything else, it will. Yeah, it's from an outfit called uh, First Tech CompuStar Security Kit, which is they are available elsewhere. But if you want your warranty to stay in effect, you need to buy it from Hyundai or from this outfit and have it installed by right. a certified whatever yeah. installer. Right, and it and it looks like it's not all that simple. It's a couple hour installation. Yeah, yeah. it's not a put it in and go. Not a right. plug <laughs> plug into your well, dongle. The thing is that that you know Kia has the same issue, right? They do. And I mean they they're, fixed they're, it too. They're, didn't they're they? essentially you know sister companies, but yeah, no, Kia is not offering a device to install on models that don't have an immobilizer. Instead, the company is giving out steering wheel locks for police departments to distribute. And believes that the locks are strong anti-theft device. So this is essentially the club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, which well, does work. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, harder to defeat than a lot of these systems. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's just, it's becoming an issue here where, you know, I, I guess 10 years ago, I've never met anybody that really lost their car. <laughs> I had I mean, a I had a Honda stolen out of my parking lot one time. Oh, uh, you did, and it was one of those you know the the Accords that are like the easiest cars yeah. to steal in the world. I mean, you can stick a screwdriver in the door lock and it'll you can unlock the door. They they were that bad. But good news, the ignition switch will fail shortly after. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> it doesn't right. go very far. <laughs> right, but yeah, and uh, the car was recovered. Um, and but yeah, that that's the only experience I've had. But uh, yeah, it's becoming more. And I you know I after that event I put cameras up outside. I mean, it was one that was dropped off by a tow company after hours, but. Mm-hmm. I, so I put cameras up outside and the mm-hmm. signs are saying, you know, smile, you're on camera and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But um, and then I always, you know, before I leave the shop, I try to leave nothing out in my parking lot unless it's unless it's a big, heavy car that's dead on arrival and I can't mm-hmm. push it by myself. But we put them in our bullpen area or inside the yeah. shop. It's just. Yeah, it's created a little extra cost and work, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then that kind of, I wanted to move into converter thefts. I mean, we were, at one point, we were seeing this all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a daily call for us. I don't yeah. know about you. Oh, yeah, we've you know, done a bunch of them and, and a bunch up. of defeat kits that we put on people after, usually after yeah, the fact. And, and what style of defeat kit are you using? What what what's You know, what, what I generally do on, on these things is I tell the, I tell the consumer, hey, you go online, mm-hmm. find the one you like, mm-hmm. bring it in, we'll install it for you. And they don't make a whole lot. I mean, like the converter shield that's for yeah. a Prius or yeah. an Element, which is a really common car to lose them yeah. on. They don't make real nice kits for everything else, do they? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> it's, uh, they've got the cable lock, I've seen. Yeah. Um, what other styles have you installed? That, the only ones I've ever done is the, sh- the shield type thing. Just the shield. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I've searched for the shield for lots of other cars and i don't see it available i've had customers call me that preemptively are saying hey i want to install a shield on my car and i go look and and, and their car has a maniverter right so this is the where the catalytic converter and the exhaust manifold are one piece right those are not the ones that are getting no. stolen because too, too much work <laughs> too much way too much work <laughs> so if you have one of those vehicles you're you're probably in the safe mode you know but uh yeah, I mean the worst one I had was a was a Tundra, a late model Tundra, and they and they took both of them, and uh, not only that, but with their sawzall, they got a little clumsy and and sawed through a transmission line, and oh, yeah. so when the people came, they they actually parked it at a parking ride at the airport, 
Mm-hmm. And when they came back and they started their car, not only was it loud, but then there was a huge lake of transmission fluid underneath the yeah. thing in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've seen a couple. We had a big uh, diesel towed in and they cut the whole exhaust system out because I don't think they knew which one was the converter. <laughs> um, but they cut through the wiring harness, all the mounting. I yeah. mean, it was it, and it's you've looked at those factory photos of what's down there. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a chore figuring out. Yeah, you know, what, you need. what harness you need to buy to replace, and we had an element that that the person had the stuff stolen on, and because they just yanked the the, the oxygen sensor wires and stuff, mm-hmm. or the air fuel ratio sensor wires out of the thing, it actually shorted when they came to start the thing and damaged their uh, PCM. Oh, okay. So there was an added. Expense. An added expense, yes. Well, I, I, I guess and one of the things I'm saying, I'm not, and I don't know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I don't see this as much right now. Yeah, I think it's happening. Well, they had a big bust up here, you know, of, did. in, in uh, uh, Whatcom County of somebody that was, you know, had a ring going or whatever. So, but when you guys are changing a legit cat failure, what are you doing with your with your uh, recovered cats now? Well, typically, there's a core, so you're sending it back. Oh, I haven't had the cores yet. Oh, I've had yeah. a couple. Yeah, I remember of back, you know, a few years ago they were doing that where they wanted mm-hmm. the, wanted them back. But yeah, so the people that have been coming and picking up our cats, mm-hmm. I know there's a whole new level of whole laws and stuff that they have. To, yeah, process that they have to go through. But mm-hmm. and I remember we used to have to etch the VIN and everything on it, uh, yeah. VIN number, invoice number you know, require yeah. why we did this. Um, and that did kind of drop off, and I think it opened the door for this theft ring. And I guess it does leave us, uh, I did bring the arrest thing from the gentleman that was oh, yeah. running that ring, and it looks like uh, we've got a year of clear because he'll be out in one day short of a year. Oh, so you got 364 got days. 364 days before yeah. we start worrying about those again. But... Uh, no, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I'm I'm not sure. We probably have to take a break here soon, but I kind of wanted to talk about local shops. I mean, there's, you know, I've been doing this 23 years. You've been doing it a lot longer than that. But um, kind of the benefit of coming to the local shops rather than, you know, into the big dealerships and such. Yeah. I mean, what we can offer that uh, just not happening everywhere. Okay. Yeah, and you're seeing more of that business come to you right now with the current trend of everybody being packed up. When we do come back, I, I want to highlight a local shop. Perfect. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk about shops. You're in the shop. <laughs> business owners, developers, and property managers, if you need to get your fire sprinkler system up to code, tested, or repaired, trust Columbia Fire as your true one-stop shop for annual testing, maintenance, and installation. Marty Bootstra here with Columbia Fire, and we've protected the Northwest for over 35 years. Columbia Fire offers quick same-day service, so if it's urgent, we're here 24-7. Schedule your fire sprinkler service at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. There's no getting around it. We are all aging. The question is, are you prepared for the future? Well, join us this Saturday at 1 for the Aging Hour here on KGMI, and it's brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Here's elder law attorney Phil George. Well, unfortunately, Bill, more than about 70% of retirement plans actually fail for folks when they need them the most. What we're going to be talking about is how to set your family up for success 
in your retirement. And that's coming your way this Saturday and every Saturday at 1 o'clock, the Safe Harbor Aging Hour here on KGMI. Silver Reef is unboxing even bigger giveaways this year with $80,000 in prizes. Craving cash and free play fun? Well, here you go, again. Win your share every Saturday in October with hourly drawings from 5 to 8 p.m. Claim one free daily entry plus additional entries when you play using your Reef Rewards card. Use your card to savor the pump, too, with up to 25 cents off every gallon of gas. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. What does your dream getaway have? Luxury hotel rooms, elegant suites, and relaxing spa? We've got that. World-class Wine Spectator Award-winning steakhouse? We've got that. Washington's premier golf destination? We've got that. How about the newest slots, table games, and exciting promotions? Oh, yeah, we've got those, too. Visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. As a police officer for 25 years, Tasha Dykstra-Thompson was a voice for those someone tried to silence. As our representative, Tasha will once again be a voice for those who've been ignored. Because Olympia is ignoring our students who've fallen behind. They don't care that their extreme policies have made things less safe and less affordable. But Tasha is different. With Tasha Dykstra Thompson, we will finally have a representative who will fight for us. Hi, I'm Tasha Dykstra Thompson. Inflation is costing the average family over $600 each month. Everything is costing more from gas to groceries. You deserve some relief. With over a billion dollars projected surplus next year, the state can afford to cut the sales tax, give us a gas tax holiday, and even cut our property taxes. Go to Tasha.com, that's T-A-W-S-H-A.com, and read my plan to put money back in your pocket. This message has been paid for by friends of Tasha Dykstra Thompson. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You're in the shop with the auto guys. I'm Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive here with Steve from the Panacea. We'll shout out to our co-hosts, Kirk and Brian. Hopefully they're doing something fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The last waning throws of summer. Yeah. I hope there's a couple boats out there running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when we went to break, we were going to talk about some local shops. And you had one in particular. We yeah. This is, I'm going to diverge a little bit here. Diverge? And, and a little shameless plug here. But yes. um, my lovely wife of this is our 40th year of 40. marriage. Um, she has uh, she designs flowers, does flower arranging things yeah. like that. And so when she went to uh, school for it and, and when we were first married, she worked at a local flower shop. And then mm-hmm. when we had kids and stuff, she raised our kids. But through this whole time, she's always still done like wedding flowers and special occasion stuff out of our home. And mm-hmm. uh, she recently, now the kids are all gone and stuff. She recently bought a storefront flower shop. She has, so she bought a uh, small town florist out in Linden on 306 Front Street. And uh, she is... Living her dream now. She's she's uh, doing it. So you come by and say hi to her. She's very talented. Um, has done weddings. She was ever after floral. So you can check mm-hmm. out some of her stuff there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. But it's we're like it's a, it's a big adjustment right now. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. We're 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 working it out. Well, congratulations. Jimmy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I wanted to touch base on um, our our local shops. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that I think as a consumer you don't realize when you walk into one of our shops. And it, you know, versatile technicians. I mean, we have guys that have to work on, guys and gals that have to work on everything. Mm-hmm. So it's not like walking in where you, you know, you've studied one line of cars. I mean, you know what it's like. Yeah, and you know, some some might say that that's a that that's an advantage for the dealer in the sense that if I have a Subaru, mm-hmm. they are experts in Subarus, and there's a there's probably a certain amount of truth to that. But in our modern world now, there is there is uh, the common problem stuff that you see all the time, right. or that. A, a dealership tech would see all the time. We have access to seeing that stuff and we can, yep. we can say, okay, this is a common problem or we have access to the technical service bulletins and the recalls and all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, is that cars are pretty much cars, you know, in a sense, you know, that mm-hmm. there's the, the, a four stroke engine works like a four stroke engine. Fuel injection works like fuel injection. And, yep. and those things are all, fairly similar across all car lines. Some of them have their own little quirks or they name stuff differently and things yeah. like that. But, um, yeah. So, and you know, it's like, I've been, you know, doing this for a long time and, and it was one time early in my career where I, I seriously considered going to work for a dealership. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, you know, I don't know if I want to work on the same thing and the same problems. Right. Every day. One advantage to it for you would have been a lot less tools. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. A lot yeah. less tools. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, if you look at your your family, so you have how many kids? Five. Five. So at any <laughs> given time when they were growing up, you had seven cars in your driveway. Well, yeah. Well, they weren't all they weren't all drivers at the same time. Close, yeah. by, close, and some of them were away at college. But yeah, I mean. I always said if they all lived in Bellingham, I'd never be able to work for profit because no. I'd just be keeping their <laughs> fleet going. But. Yeah, but none of them had the same kind of car. Yeah, yeah. So you you need to be yeah yeah you need to find a place that can then can take over all your all your auto needs, which yeah. we can all do. Um, the the next is kind of the the friendly factor. I mean, we you and I have been here long enough. We. When somebody comes in, I can usually get them by their voice off the phone. Yeah. Um, now you get the help of caller ID or you see them come in. I, I mean, we know everything. We know a lot more about them than walking in. You know, I don't make friends with somebody at Home Depot the way that I do with at work. Yeah. And so yeah. that trust is built. <laughs> it's funny. I had a message left on my answering machine uh, yesterday, I think it was. And the person was... Uh, rescheduling their appointment and Mm -hmm. they didn't leave their name or their phone number and i'm like i recognize that voice and so yeah it's it's always (laughs) nice but yeah you're building a relationship and what what that relationship has done and in in our case and yours i'm sure i mean you start to understand what that person needs and what they're looking for in their car i mean not everybody's the same i mean there's we have customers that drive to Seattle every day. We have customers that drive around the block once a month. Yeah, and you, <laughs> I mean, have, you have cars you, that get no miles. You have ones that that want their car. They never want to worry about their car. Correct. If you think it needs something or it's going to need something, they pretty much want it done. Right. And then you have those that are like, if it ain't broke, yeah, just keep. If it, I didn't get it towed in for, if I didn't get it towed in for something, I don't want you doing it. 
Yeah, you and know, we, and we get that. Yeah, and and you know, as much as we want to preach preventative maintenance and all that kind of stuff, hey, it's your car. <laughs> yeah, you you know, do it. You be you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and you know, you've got with the shortage of used cars right now. Well, I, I shouldn't say there's a shortage; they're just extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, but it's a shortage, and and new cars. I mean, we're keeping some stuff on the road that you and I both would have three years ago said not to keep. We would have sent it down, time to trade it in, find something different. You could find something used and spend less than you would on this one. But now we're in patch mode. You're trying to patch it up, keep it on the road for them. Well, hopefully something is being figured out on all this. I just just last week uh, put an engine, a used engine, Mm -hmm. in a, I don't know, it was like a 06 or 07 Buick Enclave. Yeah. And uh, you know, this is one of the ones where you like literally unbolt the, the subframe from the car and then you blow it down and you put that subframe on jack stands and then you lift the vehicle up off of the motor transmission yep. assembly and then I had to separate the engine from the trans and this is all wheel drive too. And of course, it was a huge job. I mean, I kind of wish I hadn't done it. <laughs> right. I mean, it turned out good and it ran good, but I mean, it was, it was a lot of money. For, I mean, and, and yeah, like you say, four or five years ago, I would have said, yeah, you know, it's not worth it. Nope. But, uh, you know, now it becomes, you know, we're, I'm, and we're seeing more and more of that. But it's like for me, you know, a smaller shop, I mean, that ties up a bay for a long time. It does. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you're, and you're probably seeing more of that now than oh, yeah. we've seen. Yeah. And in, people at least get yep. estimates on that stuff. And then exactly now that it's decision time. It <laughs> is. So, We've got a caller on the line, but we've got to take a quick break, so we'll get to you when we get back. You're in the shop. Did you know that many of your neighbors are struggling to keep food on the table? In an average year, Whatcom County Food Banks feed 3,500 local families weekly. Area food banks need your support now more than ever. The Feed the Need Community Food Drive supports local food banks. Team up with Industrial Credit Union and Cascade Radio Group to help fight hunger. A donation of just $10 can purchase $80 worth of food. Donate now through October 8th at Industrial Credit Union branches or online at industrialcu.org. For when you want your front lawn to feel more like a welcome mat, the new Kubota Z200 is built to cut like a pro, to cut quickly, to turn on a dime, to control with effortless precision, and it's built to get the job done right. Fast cut, Kubota quality, affordable price. The new Kubota Z200. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Visit us on the guide in Linden, the Cook Road in Burlington, and online at scoltonsequipment.com. Scoltons Equipment, Washington's elite Kubota dealer. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic. And together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all Learn more at psc.com slash together. Celebrate the savings on appliances, mattresses, and barbecues during DeWard and Bodie's 76th anniversary sale on now at all three locations in Bellingham and Burlington. For a limited time, get exclusive double rebates up to $1,000 on select appliance pairs and packages. These cashback rebates are only available at DeWard and Bodie and will save you up to $1,000 on select appliance bundles compared to big box stores. Don't miss this limited time offer to get double rebates on a huge selection 
selection of washer and dryer sets, refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges, cooktops, and so much more. Plus, keep the extra cash you'll save and pay no money down and no interest for up to two years. Select appliances and up to six years on select mattresses. Don't miss exclusive double cashback rebates and special no interest financing to get the biggest savings of the season. These special offers are only available at DeWard and Bodie, so celebrate the savings during the 76th anniversary sale in Bellingham, Burlington, and online at DeWardenBodie.com. Financing OAC offer qualifications and restrictions apply. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Special Report. Massive damage from Ian, especially along Florida's Gulf Coast. WTOP reporter Melissa Howell is in Port Orange. The damage in our area was really bad. Brittany Morenz lives in Port Orange, and she still doesn't have power over in Orlando. It was quite a, an eerie feeling. Veronica Randall says the intense destructive winds and the flooding have destroyed part of her home. and In other parts of the state, neighborhoods completely leveled. President Biden fears Ian could be Florida's deadliest storm ever. We're just beginning to see the scale of that destruction. It's likely to rank among the worst of the nations and the worst in the nation's history. At least 28 deaths associated with Ian. The storm is now a post-tropical cyclone and heading north. Future radar shows a lot of rain spreading along the I-95 corridor. And this weekend, right into the northeast, it's not leaving our shores till sometime early Monday morning. That's the Weather Channel's Mike Betts. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. Welcome back. You're in the shop with the auto guys. Taking your calls at 360-676-5464. And we got a caller on the line, Eric. Good morning, Eric. Hi, good morning, guys. So, quick comment before I ask my question. Sure. You're talking that... That whatever you, I didn't get the whole story of what you were working on, where you had to pull the frame, drop the frame, and do all that stuff. But it's like the engineers that design this stuff don't really—they do it on purpose to piss off the mechanics that have to work that <laughs> stuff. I mean, that's, that's certainly the lore in our industry. I think I, I think that in in reality, a lot of it is is just that it's easier to assemble on the assembly line yeah. that way. But uh, yeah, we used to, I used to say there was a guy at at Chrysler that his his job was to sharpen all the screws that came through the right. firewall. So when you put your hand down there, you, <laughs> you'd get all cut up. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. I, I haven't worked on very much stuff, but you know, like a fuel pump or not a, a fuel filter you, on a little Honda, you, you'd think it would be easy to replace, but no. Yeah. And then I just put a light bulb in the a tail light bulb in the 2013 <clears throat> Outback. They don't give you enough room to get your hand up in there. So yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It but is. My question: uh, Is there any uh, Mazda rotary people in Mocking County that do stuff or know anything about them? Boy, I do, I do not, not know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day when I when I worked at Doctor John's earlier in my career, I I worked on a few of those things. Yeah, and, I've seen a few. And uh, yeah, I, I uh, and my my mom actually owned one for a while, and it was one of those ones that it would like 
flood out all the time. You'd try to cold start it and it would flood. Right. And, and uh, I bought one of the, there was a kit that they made that essentially what it did was was uh delayed the turning on of the fuel pump. So right. essentially get it spinning and then it would get the fuel pump going and then it would so then you would get and and it it actually worked but yeah, I'm I never been a Never been a big fan, and if you're asking, no, I don't work on it anymore. <laughs> but as far as who does, boy, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Kai maybe, maybe at at uh, at uh, Rising Sun, Rising Sun, possibly. I don't know. All right. Sorry. <laughs> do you have one of these? I do. I just got it. It's oh, okay. in a little project, uh, kind of a car. It's not even a Mazda car, but. It's in it's in one of the old Datsun five tens. I don't know oh, if sure. you ever yeah. Mm-hmm. those. Yeah. But I got a deal on it and I'm gonna try and keep the rotary in it if I can. It's got a supercharger on it, so sure. it'll make good power if I can make make it run, but Oh, and those things will spin like nothing else, you know. They they uh it, it, it's but they're not very efficient. <laughs> so, so a generic do you know a little bit about how they work, probably, right? Yeah, I haven't looked at one in a long time, but yeah, they with the yeah. Previous owner said it got too hot and seized, but it turns over. Is there something else in there that could be catastrophically? Well, if it got caused? so if it got really hot, you know the 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 wipe the blades or wipers on the rotor itself, which is essentially the equivalent of piston rings on a on a regular engine, mm-hmm. um, they do not respond well to to overheat. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if you try to do a compression test or something on it, but if it spins over and you can do a compression test, you, you may find that yeah, the, the the rotor seals are are bad. Yeah, well, it's got good compression. Okay. Yeah. Well, then if it, uh, it yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what okay. else. But you can't get it, can't get it going, or you've. It, it... Well, I, I got it running. Oh. It was a, it was uh, starting fluid and stuff, and it and it ran for you know I had to keep the throttle on it. You know, up around two to three thousand RPMs, but it won't wouldn't idle. Uh-huh. I, I probably ran it for a couple minutes like that. So it's probably carbureted. Yeah, yeah. So especially if the thing's been sitting for a while, you you may have some some uh, like plug jets or something idle circuit. That's those are the things that that tend to right. gum up and get plugged. So you, you may end up. What I was yeah. Thinking. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Good thanks luck. for the call. Good luck on that. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. I think uh, as to his thing about engineering, I think it just builds character in you guys that are working on it, right? <laughs> I'm sure my guys are all very happy when they get done with something like that. Yeah. Sometimes you wonder. It's like when I was doing this doing this engine, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to print out the procedure for, mm-hmm. you know, removing this thing. And so I'm, I'm basically going through it step by step by step. So it has me drop the motor that this whole assembly completely out. And then mm-hmm. it tells me pull the transfer case. It would have been way easier to pull the transfer case while this thing was still up in the air. Cause now I've, I'm like, you know, <laughs> 10 inches off the ground on yeah. jack stands and I'm trying to lay down underneath this thing to get to the bolts on the bottom of the transfer case and stuff. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. This is why men don't read the directions. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we've got, uh, looks like we've got another caller on the line. we got Tom. Good morning, Tom. Gentlemen, uh, talking about uh, really stupid ways to put 
parts and cars and uh, why that happens. But my uh, my example is uh, thermostat housing on a 4.0 Ford on a Ranger 2001. Mm-hmm. The next time I do that, I'm taking the fan off. I'm taking the fan shroud off. And because you can tell that they dropped that engine in there uh, with all of that stuff in there, and it was a real bear, man. Thank you. (laughs) You know, that's one of the things, too, like a a lot of times when I'm working on a car and I'll look at it and it'll it'll give you the steps for for doing it. And, uh, you know, I'm looking and I'm like, you know, if that fan was... Ooh, we're getting a lot of feedback from your radio, Tom. <laughs> yeah, you need to turn your radio in the background off. Um, yeah, or mute him or something. But anyways, yeah, so I'll look at it, and it's like, you know, it's going to take me 30 seconds or a minute to get that fan out of the way. Yep. It's not included in the steps to do it, but it's like it's going to be so much easier to do this job with that particular piece out of the way. And so we'll do that a lot. But. That's right, Yeah. Nope, we get it, Tom. We see it every day. <laughs> Great. All right. Is Tom still there or no? Are you there? Okay. I, I think On we, we lost time. Onward we go. <laughs> but um, so kind of going back to what we were talking about with, you know, coming into our shops, you know, you get, uh, we, we were talking just before about uh, knowing what your expectations are of the car mm-hmm. and and in today's world <laughs> we're we're limping some things together i mean keeping them keeping them going but you can't uh you know you don't want to rebuild like you said the was it an enclave if you yeah. don't have to right, right? Oh, yeah exactly yeah. so anyway i've got more going on with that but we've got to take another quick break you're in the shop it's a new season but the same old story with your home comfort you're gonna need it Hi, I'm Joe T. And for my friends at West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric, it'll keep getting cooler outside and you'll be relying more and more on your heating system. Now's the time to do what I do each year and have your system checked and serviced by the pros at West Mechanical. They'll keep your system running right, but if you've noticed higher and higher heating bills or uneven heat in your home, it might be time to consider a new efficient system from West Mechanical. If so, now is the time to act. The heating industry is among those that have experienced supply chain issues. But West Mechanical planned ahead, and they have a solid inventory of new furnaces ready to install. Get the right equipment now and rest easy, knowing your family will be comfortable all season long. As always, they have great financing options on approved credit, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Be ready for whatever the seasons throw at you with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric. Visit them today at westmechanical.net. That's westmechanical.net. Sold to Bitter 126. The November Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment and Laurel is scheduled to begin on October 29th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on October 29th. Contact Meridian Equipment today for more information. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian and Laurel. Visit meridianeq.com today to explore what Meridian Equipment can do for you. 
Joe Buck and John Smoltz welcoming you back to the City Center Convenience Mart. Heather's moment has arrived, and you just hope all that training pays off. Heather lays down her purchase, but Randy rings it up as slowly as he can. Uh-oh. Yep, she's looking at the cigarettes. There's nothing good back there. Heather's arm is in motion, but she just grabs the gum off the counter. That's a slick move. Even Randy tips his cap to Heather. Stand up to cancer and rally wants you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. Welcome back here in the shop with the auto guys, Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive here with Steve from the Panacea. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about uh, going to your local repair shop. So one of the things that our guys up front and you, you do as a service writer is kind of help make the best choices on a car. And even in today's market with, you know, we talked about it, no cars available. Yeah. There's a time not to fix it. Yeah. And, and yeah, there is there's times where it's throw in the towel. Yeah. Well, even on this that uh, Buick that I mentioned, I mean, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, the car's in decent shape body wise and stuff, but that's a lot of money to put in a car that's not really a great car to right. begin with. Track record isn't great. Track record's not great, and that that the the uh, the has a three point six what do they call it high function HF motor. I think that's actually stands for high failure, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, and then it becomes a personal decision on the on the you know. They, I we get asked a lot, should I keep it or not? And it's like, well, you know, I have a F one hundred and fifty that came in mm-hmm. that needs going to need the actuators and chain yep. and stuff, which is you know in the multiple thousands of yes. dollars. And then on top of that, it's got the exhaust manifolds leaking, 5.4. Ooh. And I have uh, decided that I am no longer doing 5.4 exhaust manifolds. <laughs> um, I just, I just, uh, it's not worth it to Is me. it the sharp screws? No, that was crazy. Yes, yeah, the sharp <laughs> screws. I mean, essentially, I mean, the only way to really do it right is to cab off the thing. Yep. And jack the motor up so you can get to those broken bolts that are behind the shock towers that are for sure there that are for sure there <laughs> and then hope it doesn't leak again when you're done I, I i i did one recently where i've had to do it a couple of times mm-hmm. and it's like it is not it's just uh, i don't want to do it anymore yeah <laughs> you know? I, I don't blame you yeah. <laughs> but yeah so we we had one this last week where eric our service advisor was working with a lady and they were going to do some major repairs on a subaru and it just, what we chose to do is an inspection on the rest of it and kind of see where it's at. It's whole health yeah. and its health was not good. <laughs> and so it's one where it's a tough discussion now. I mean, yeah. like say a couple of years ago, it was easy. You'd, you know, get something else. It'll cost you <laughs> the same as this repair, but that's, that's not it anymore. Yeah. So I'm seeing, like you said, you have a littler shop, um, bays being plugged up. Um, ours are getting plugged up too with bigger repairs yeah. that, you know, a couple of years ago, I just, I wouldn't have encouraged. And yeah. the guys, you know, they're, I guess our famous line now is two years ago, I would not have recommended doing this. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's, we, we're kind of sticking to that, but it's, it's making that relationship with the people up front and trusting the person in the back doing the work to say, Hey, you know, I know there's no great alternative, but this is yeah. not the one to fix up. Right. So that's a tough conversation for anybody. 
Um, and then the kind of last thing with, with our shops, I mean, it's affordable auto repair. I mean, we're, you know, auto repair is not cheap, but it's affordable and you get a good warranty with us. I mean, with any independent, I guarantee our warranty is longer than any factory repair. Right. Yeah. yeah I think most of the, most of them are 12 12s. Yeah. Um, I know we're, ours is, 224 on most everything and a little more on some other. You guys are 336. 336, yeah. yeah. I did did, uh, see this uh, little news uh, headline here that that, uh, drivers have shelled out almost $90 more per month to own and operate their vehicles in 2022 than they did in 2021. Um, According to the AAA, um, average cost to own and operate a vehicle was basically $805.50 a month. And uh, the rising cost of things like fuel and maintenance have driven this figure to ten thousand seven hundred twenty-eight a year, or eight hundred ninety-four dollars a month. And uh, owners of small sedans and electric vehicles spend the least to operate their cars. But yeah, I mean, it's inflation is real. <laughs> it is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So um, one of the and another thing is uh, with our shops, there's just no red tape. I've, I've run into, I don't know how many times you have with a, a factory or an aftermarket warranty, how long that takes. I mean, and that's, that's the world of the, yeah. of the dealership, yeah. right? They have to go through the warranty process. And we in particular just did a engine on an Explorer and it was a Ford. We bought a Ford motor just because it's a, it's a good deal. It's a good engine. Yeah. And we had a problem and it's the warranty goes through Ford. Mm-hmm. So I can't, uh, believe the amount of red tape that we had to get through with Ford customer service, not your local Ford or anything, yeah. but it's just getting that process started took yeah. quite some time. Yeah. And you know, with our independent repair shops, you, you make the call, yeah. you're the owner. So yeah. you're, you're making the call. Um, obviously we look at our vendors and if there's a problem, but you know, you're, you don't have to go to <laughs> another state to talk to the owner. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the biggest one, and, and from my experience, is staying with the same repair shop, things don't get redone. That is true. I mean, I've, I've had a number of uh, vehicles in where there's, like, th- this airbag recall thing has been mm-hmm. huge, right? And so it goes in for the recall. And this is not a slam on the, on the dealers that are looking at the recall. This car comes in. It's the first time they've seen it. It's got 110,000 miles on it. This is all the stuff that should have, so they 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 drop this huge list of recommendations, right? Mm-hmm. And because I, you've been bringing it to me, I have your record. Just like, well, that was that was already done at uh, ninety thousand miles, and yeah. that was done here, and that was done here. They don't they don't know they that. They don't know. And that's the uh, I, also the the uh, big selling point of you know when you find your shop and you have somebody that you trust, sticking with them and having them be your shop because they then keep all your records. We have a, a, a system too, and you guys probably do as well. Mm-hmm. But if you come to my shop and uh, have your vehicle in, we do some work, you know, you'll get a how did we do email or whatever, mm-hmm. usually afterwards. But there's a link on there where you can go to this site that where you can enter your own password and username, and you have access to all my records on your car. Is that through Carfax? It, no, it's through uh, my uh, Mitchell one. Oh, service. okay. Yeah, it's called owner on site, but you can look at have all your records at your fingertips. I keep them all too if you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, so records are available, and and we'll talk about why they're important. Yeah. But we've got to take another quick break. You're in the shop.
The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in the store. You'll find more in the store because there's so much store. Almost 10,000 square feet. And the Lummy Bay Market stocks almost everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel along the way with more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits and fine mixers. And of course, you'll want to check out the huge selection of cold beer in their massive beer cave. Don't feel like cooking dinner? The pizza. Pizza Nini Express at Lummy Bay Market is serving up fresh made-to-order pizza. And Skippers is where you'll find tasty fish and chips along with their famous clam chowder, satisfying the hungriest of appetites. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where there's more in the store. For quality done right, call Honkoop Gravel. They use state-of-the-art technology to get your job done in a timely, accurate, and economical way. For projects as small as refreshing the driveway and as large as a multi-million dollar builder-ready plat development. Their services include multi-unit site preparation, fire line installation, drainage systems, house foundations, and more. They'll do custom projects too, turning your dream idea into a reality. If you need site work, you need the team at Honkoop Gravel in Linden or at honkoop.com. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Welcome back. You're in the shop with the auto guys. I'm Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive here with Steve from the Panacea talking about uh, the I guess the the risk bouncing from shop to shop, and yeah. I and I get it. Um, there's right now we're all busy. I mean, we're booked yeah. out a couple of weeks, and yeah. you know your car is your <laughs> that's that's your way around. So yeah. calling around, getting something done. That's I mean, it's just part of the world right now. Yeah. But what happens, and I've seen it all of my career, is um, a car that comes in, and you start to look at the history of that car, and we as technicians, you know, you're recommending timing belts by mileage and and yeah. date yeah. and i have had a lot i mean I, I i can't say hundreds but i've had 10 at least cars that have come in and in um, a range of about sixty thousand miles they have had two shops do timing belts yeah. and i don't know about you but i don't know many timing belts that are due but every ninety thousand or more i yeah. mean there used to be some back in 60s, the old days it was 60s, 60s and 30s but, yeah, but not, not nowadays now. no and we had one where a, a guy had picked up his father's car, and we brought it in. It, he was getting it checked out. He ended up inheriting it and wanted to know what it needed. We kind of looked at the history, and we we were kind of shocked. I mean, this guy had driven it very little miles. I think it had 20, 25,000 miles, and he had been to a couple different shops. He'd went to some, some quick lubes. He'd went to dealers. He'd went to independents. And this thing had had four fuel filters in 
19,000 miles. Yeah, clean fuel. It was pretty clean. <laughs> pretty clean. <laughs> and uh, looked like he had some trouble with fuel pumps at some point. So maybe that's why, but couldn't ask him. Yeah. So it's, you know, knowing your vehicle. I mean, you you know what people have done. You, you talked about the engine you just did. You knew the history of that car. And we know yeah. the history of most of our cars. And it's just there is a big risk of getting stuff done over yeah, and it's, you know, most modern cars nowadays, and I like to tell people with, like, the Honda Pilots and, and Odyssey yeah. vans and things like that, it's like, you know, for your first 100, 110,000 miles, this car ain't going to need much. Not much. You might need a brake job in there, some, uh, you know, oil changes, obviously, and inspections and things. But then when you hit that mileage, it's going to mm-hmm. be a big hit. Yeah, one big hit. Significant. And then you're not going to have to do anything again. It's going to be like it was before. You can coast for a while. You can coast for a while. Um, but uh, so if you're having, if you drive one of those things and all, and you're having these big hits every 30,000 miles, something's not right. Something's not right. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's just kind of the, in a nutshell, I mean, we, we, we love our customers and we want to, you know, do the best for them. And that's. It's just kind of watching their history and knowing their driving habits. I mean, even the software now calculates their average driving, so you can yeah. you can start to customize the oil change interval. Yep. Yep. I mean, you're looking at, you know, we get that call often. You know, I don't drive my car a lot. When should I change my oil? Well, our systems are starting to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. You get if you come in three or four times, you know, the, the first time you come in, we do an oil change, and it's like in, in three months or 3,000 or, or – mm-hmm five months it's going to send you a notice and you might say hey i don't need to after about three oil changes it's going okay this person drives this many miles a day i'm going to send instead of sending that notice out in three months i'm going to send it out in six months yep so yeah they're getting pretty sophisticated yeah so it's it's pretty nice and you said yours yours does some stuff that mine doesn't i heard (laughs) now i gotta start shopping there you go (laughs) well what else did you bring for us steve well one of the things i i uh you know we've always heard there's this thing with electric vehicles and mandating them the, by 2035 no any vehicle sold's got to be electric or or uh, hydrogen fueled in california and many other states washington included will follow that likely mm-hmm. but for years the uh, electric vehicle advocates have talked up the virtues of charging your uh, vehicle at home mm-hmm. at night during okay. during off-peak hours right um, a new study by researchers at Stanford argues this approach is 180 degrees wrong for a grid that relies more and more on solar power. Sticking to the nighttime charging model will require huge increases in electrical generation capacity to manage the peak charging loads. Instead, researchers at Stanford argue that EVs should be charged during the day at workplaces and public charging stations. It'll take, a ban- take advantage of the peak solar power generation. It so, makes total sense. Yeah, so that's uh, something to consider. And, you know, so you one, can go back to running I was, your AC I was, at night. I was thinking, too, you know, about this, the whole, you know, with the hurricane down in Florida and yeah. stuff. And you see these massive amounts of traffic heading out of town, mm-hmm. you know, evac- man, uh, mandatory evacuations. Right. And power's out for 2 million customers. And you're stuck out there in the road in your electric vehicle. I, I don't know. I'm Maybe it's a wash because, you know, obviously you can't pump gas if there's no electricity right. either. But if you saw this storm coming and you filled up a few jerry cans before, you know, you've got a little uh, reserve there or something. Right. So, And then on top of that, you think of windmills and 
solar fields and hurricane force winds probably don't mesh too well together. We got some work to do. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. You've been in the shop.